The Fitness Gram Pacer Test is a multi-stage aerobic capacity test that progressively gets more difficult as it continues. The 20-meter pacer test will begin in 30 seconds. Line up at the start. The running speed starts slowly but gets faster each minute after you hear the signal. A single lap should be completed each time you hear this sound. Remember to run in a straight line and run as long as possible. The second time you fail to complete a lap before the sound, your test is over. The test will begin on the word start. On your mark, get ready. Start. Welcome to Dorky and Desperate, your place for all things fantasy and sci-fi. I'm your host, Jason, along with your co-host, Travis. Hi. (laughs) Yes, Travis has reverted to a three-year-old child that is kind of shy right now. I want food. I'm hungry. Give me your money. Yeah. (laughs) And today is a special episode today, and one that I'm most excited about because we actually have a guest third co-host for today, which I believe is a first for this podcast. And he goes by many names. Some call him the Omen. Mm. Some call him Mr. Smooth Jazz himself. Yeah. (laughs) Some call him Larry, I heard. But today but we're going to refer, yeah, not Gary. Today we're going to refer to the Omen as a either the Omen or Sterling. Hi, Sterling. Hello. It's good to have you on here. Likewise. Yes. Now I don't know how I feel yet. Sterling, um, we were talking a little bit, getting to know each other before the podcast started. Uh, you said you were a cave dweller, correct? Yeah, um, I live in a cave. I can't really uh, tell you where. Yes, uh, it's it's a little bit personal. I don't want people to you know flood me or anything like that after yes. the uh, after the podcast. Very understandable, right? Um, but it is something. Uh, every once in a while, I come out from from the cave uh, from doing the research that I do. Uh, I try and collect myself a little bit uh, and relearn English so that I can communicate in a way that is uh, effective, efficient. Um, and in a way that is uh, uh, not only convincing, um, but inspiring just to yes. people that, that I meet. Yes, so. we all need to be inspired from people inside caves. Right, that's my uh-huh. goal. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. So part of the reason why we have The Omen, a.k.a. Sterling, on today is because as The Omen was doing his research, he discovered something quite fascinating that as he was sharing with me, uh, I thought, man, this would be great to cover on the podcast for Dorky and Desperate. Hmm. It's different than what we normally cover. Normally, we cover TV shows and news, that kind of stuff. Sometimes movies. Sometimes movies. That is very true. Mm-hmm. But today is going to be a little bit extra. It's going to be a little bit spicier, I think. And it's going to be focused on a topic that I'm willing to bet 99% of the population was not expecting. Garfield. <laughs> Garfield. <laughs> Indeed. Not the president Garfield, but the cat. Is there a difference? (laughs) I'm not going to respond to that question. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Omen, Hmm. do you want to tell us about Garfield and why you feel like this is a really special thing to be talking about? Tell the audience why they should care about today's episode. 
I think um, in a short summation of why I think this is important, um, I can say art imitates life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's always, always important to draw meaning from that which we draw, which we paint, which we construct. Um, and art is something that comes from us, you know, so there is always some amount of truth in that art. Uh, and so one of the things that I did a while ago was I watched, rewatched, rewatched, and rewatched um, a, a video that's on YouTube. Um, it's called What the Internet Did to Garfield. Um, and, you know, it's unsuspe- unsuspecting. Um, it's something that's, you know, yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite YouTube channels. Super Eyepatch Wolf, shout out to him. Uh, so if this ever goes uh, out and gets really big, you can know that I didn't just take credit for anything from inside of my cave. We take all the credit and all the money. Give <laughs> yeah. us your money. Yeah, this is all our work now. We will uh-huh. not be sharing this video on Twitter if you want to see it. So <laughs> this don't. is exclusive only to our podcast people. Yeah, yeah join but, our Patreon if you want exclusive. But you, you, can go, you can go look it up. Um, but it's uh, to me, it was extremely profound the first time and the second time and the third time and the fourth time. Um, it's about an hour and 20 minutes long. So I'm not very good at math. Uh, it wasn't one of the things that I had to relearn when I came out from my cave. Mm-hmm. But if you want to calculate how long that is, then feel free to. Six hours, 40 minutes. Oh, wow. Makes me wonder uh, what kind of research do, do you do in your cave, Mr. Omen, if there's no math involved? Uh, well, you see, mostly it's just connections. Um, gotcha. And so it's much less arithmetic, much more philosophy. context, philosophy, uh, psychology, those sorts of things. Gotcha. Um, and a lot of it as well is from the research of others. So I kind of pawn off of hey, other people's research. That's the best kind of research. To right. Be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which does uh, uh, pay homage to really what the uh, creator of this video did. Um, yes. So in this video, essentially what he did was he took Garfield, you know, a uh, uh, kind of western really a worldwide phenomenon but a a simple one um, that has permeated a lot of culture Um, and he just asked a simple question Mm -hmm. which is what is garfield um and at least that's how it started yes um and so what this video is about i don't know about that i I think it was (laughs) i think it's pretty good um But what this video is about is it is about how the internet, whether that's Reddit or Pinterest or anybody really, um, has molded Garfield, but how that perversion is based in the truth of the creator of Garfield, whose name is Jim Davis. Um, So it's, uh, it's about a creation surpassing its creator or its master. It's about a master creating a prison for its creation and for himself. Um, it's about redemption. It's about a whole slew of things. And again, as, as the creator of this video says, it's all stemmed from this cat who likes lasagna. Um, and I think that is utterly profound and beautiful of a message to, to gain from something that is so simple. That is interesting because I would not describe some of the artwork related to this as beautiful as I'm sure we're going to go into. I think yeah. we'd probably agree somewhat. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so where do you think, Mr. Omen, uh, we should start in this crazy tale that we're about to embark on Garfield? I know when you first brought this to me, 
you showed me a very specific picture. Right. Uh, and that was kind of your intro. Uh, do you want to start that way or do you want to start a different way? Did you have a uh, view? How much did you guys, did we all know about Garfield before going into this video? All right. So I'll give you my spiel on Garfield and then you okay. guys add whatever. Hmm. Uh, so Garfield is about this kind of pathetic, sad guy named John hmm. um, who can never get a date, is kind of a klutz. Uh, and he owns this cat who is kind of fat and selfish like most cats are and this cat also just happens to like lasagna and john also has a dog i think his name is otis it is od od and the cat whose name is garfield hates od mm -hmm. and also kind of mocks and is disinterested in john did did i essentially get the premise that on is that? Yes. yes yes okay yes, yes. for the one other person who lives in a cave that has never heard of garfield that one's for you, buddy. Hmm. Yes, I am assuming you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did say buddy. I feel like that one. Yeah. Buddy is not, not gender neutral. What about you? How much did you know about Garfield before discovering this video? Yeah, something that... Uh, another thing that I think is really profound about all of this, this whole situation, really, is that you don't have to like Garfield to like what it means. Um... And I am very much in that camp. Even now, I remember, I was thinking of going back and reading Garfield comics uh, to do my own research. And then I just thought, that's no. stupid. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but um, very little. I think I, I was an um, avid reader of the funnies in the newspaper, especially when they were in color. That was mm -hmm. peak, yeah, uh, prime, prime peak time, newspaper yeah. reading. Yeah. For me, um, but Garfield was one of the sections I just happened to skip over, skip over um, because it wasn't funny. Um, and and even now, like I haven't changed my opinion on that stance. Um, but uh, I knew essentially all that Jason had talked about as well that it was about John um, and his. Well, mainly it was about Garfield, as you could tell probably from the title. Um, but uh, it was just their daily life um nothing super extravagant maybe some extreme examples of their daily life but their daily life nonetheless so nothing out of the ordinary that i knew i didn't even know before this video that jim davis was the creator uh to be honest but even though his name is on the ten on the on the comics but uh yeah. but yeah so not not too deep did i delve into it well i was a huge fan of Garfield growing up. You were? Yes. Wow. So, like, the pub, the school library that we went to uh, every once a week or something like that as part of class, hmm. um, as soon as we were allowed to get up and check out books, because we had to be read something or something like that, a ton of us went over to the small Garfield section that we had to claim a book. You had we, a Garfield section? Well, it was like, it was like 20 books or something okay, like okay. that, so section yeah, in yeah. parentheses or whatever um and we would it would we i believe one of the first things that i remember doing on the internet is finding a site that had all the garfield strips mm. and getting caught up on it caught that was like up? two yeah 2004 or something like that wow. something what a time to be alive right mm. right right um i we also they mentioned in the video this um garfield plush that ran out 
Mm-hmm. Never knew that ran out because we had one of those. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, I remember those as yeah. a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did not stick whatsoever to anything, though. Um, <laughs> it was kind of sad. So, as a kid, I remember watching the TV show Garfield. We had a DVD of one of the TV show stuff. Too. Okay, yeah. yeah no, yeah, I guess yeah. I also did watch the Garfield movie. I remember that. Yeah, I Watched. did not see the movie. I had no interest as an adult man to see that movie. I was a child. I saw so. two <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Uh, I think I saw two of the movies. Oh, there's two of them? There are two. Yeah. At oh least my. two. I don't know we if We should have watched one. the movies and prep for this. <laughs> <laughs> Stop everything we're doing. Yeah. Turn on the TV. All right, we'll see watch. you next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so when I was a kid, I could kind of relate into the video that you referred to because I went and watched the video myself after you told me about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a line in there where he said he was never a fan of Garfield mm-hmm. before and then his mom showed him a photo of him as a kid holding a giant Garfield. He did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I have no memory of this. I can kind of relate because when I was a little kid, I didn't think I was a big fan of Garfield. I mean, I knew of Garfield. Mm-hmm. But yet there are photos of me as like three years old having a Garfield-themed birthday party. Oh, wow. <laughs> With the banners, the hats, the cake was Garfield. Wow. All of it. So wow. you were primed as a, I, as a I was. I was primed to go and to worship <laughs> the calls of Garfield <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on here. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So why don't you kind of cover for us some of the highlights of the video that since you've seen it mm-hmm. 10 times. Uh, <laughs> Only about five. Okay. We'll round up to 10. Right. Um, <laughs> and tell us some of the highlights that you think should be interesting for us to know about Garfield. Yeah, I think actually um, it may be better served to start with Lasagna Cat. Mm. Um, Lasagna Cat is one of the uh, video series or YouTube channels that's referenced in the longer video. Um, And I think that talking about the longer video, I think it's more encompassing. Um, So I think starting with the smaller one would be uh, a good place to start. but to that end, uh, I did take some notes. So I have a couple of points. Um, is that whole notepad full of notes? Uh, it could be. It could be. Is it uh, all we'll notes find for out this show? We, uh, to be honest, this is one of my favorite uh, notepads. And I think it's... Uh, so I, I have a thing about notepads, actually. Um, so I think it is... This is no longer a podcast about Garfield. <laughs> this is not about, about notepads. notepads. Uh, <laughs> this will be really quick. But I think this notepad is peak notepad perfection. Um <laughs> Like, so, with this notepad, it is hardcover. I think that is wonderful. That is a need for it. It is a need. Um, Otherwise, your pages get all bent. Right. They get all bent. I'm going to go places, period. You're going to put it in your backpack. You don't want it to just be crumpled. Exactly. Or you write, like, I am in love with Jessica, and now there's nothing covering the fact that your feelings for Jessica is out there. Right. So, it is protected. Um, It is also spiral bound. I like that a lot. Um, because thing. if it is not spiral bound, it just makes it harder to open and to write on the left side of the of the page because your hand runs into the other side of the of the notebook, and that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, like I don't want to have to to try very hard to write. Um, so I like the spiral bound notebook. I think that's really efficient. But also, if ever I wanted to tear out a page, yeah. these pages are perforated, and I think that is also very efficient. I have the choice to tear it out or to leave it in. 
at my leisure. So I think that's this is like peak. Oh, also it has uh, on the page designed already in the notebook. It has a space for the date and uh, note with a little colon to say like what it's about. So it's just oh, just the best. You notebook. left that one blank on your page. I did. I was I was resting today too. To, <laughs> <laughs> <but yeah. Okay. laughs> yeah. Was this part of your research in the cave? A little bit. Find the yeah. perfect um, I have a lot of notebooks, so okay. I'm not even going to lie. What could make this notebook go one step further? Could it be like a pin holder? Right Maybe. now, the plane is heading towards the mountain. <laughs> uh, I'm we're, diverting the plane. We are hijacking this plane. We're going straight into that mountain. All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry, John. Um, uh, too soon, too soon. Yeah. Um, so, first, I think the size. But as far as Garfield, Yes. Um, uh, in this video, um, I, I, I unfortunately I don't remember the date that was on the video. All of the videos are only named by their date, and I believe it's the date of the publication yeah. of the comic strip um, yeah. for each one. Um, so I don't remember the date of this uh, specific comic strip, but it is about the pipe strip. I know the date. Oh. It's July 27th, 1978. I, ah, man, there's a specific part where they um, super highlight that in the video. Like they it's do. A big, really echoey and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so this he is says, about the pipe strip. You watched that five times to me, that really? video. No, I did not. You, you lied. Said, you said you watched it just, uh, uh, more than twice. I've only watched sure. that video once. What? Did, what? Okay. I've watched Never it mind. more than twice. Okay, maybe it was you. I don't remember now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Help me, John. Uh, but something, uh, there were a couple of things. Um, so it compared Garfield, uh, well, this strip and different aspects of it to a lot of different things. Um, so one, uh, one point that he made was Garfield is chaos. Well, before we dive into it, do you want to describe to the audience who haven't seen this strip like what the strip actually oh, yeah is. of course um so in the first strip uh in the first uh panel it's john so he's sitting back in an armchair with uh his foot up you know crossed over i believe it's his left over his right he has a newspaper in his hand his left hand specifically right his left yeah. hand specifically and his right hand reaches for something on the table that is next to him um then in the next panel um, John turns to face toward the camera. His eyelids are half covered, or not half covered, but half closed. So it's almost like a bored, but a I know you did it-ish sort of look. Mm -hmm. um, but he's looking directly at uh, the viewer. So he says, I wonder where my pipe could be. Right? And it's all in thought bubbles, so none of this is out loud. Then we go to the third panel. It's Garfield. Garfield is sitting rather smugly. And in these older comics, Garfield is a lot bigger, actually. Yeah, he's than, a chunky kitty. Right, he's yeah. very chunky. Um, he almost doesn't look like a cat. Right. Um, but he's very big, and he's sitting smugly with his back turned to where from where John is. Um, he has the pipe in his mouth, and he is smoking it. Yes. Um, and you see there's a large um, actual speech bubble where John yells, Garfield, and he has an exclamation mark and stuff like that. But um, the the joke is that Garfield is a cat, uh, and, and he has, he's smoking a, a pipe. 
Smoking a big doobie. Yeah, yeah, it is. If we can, we should post that on the Twitter too, so that people can pull that up right. while we talk about it. Yeah, that would okay. probably be helpful. Okay, okay. Downloading right now. It's done. <laughs> cool. Thank you, Amazon, for trying to sell that to me, but it's just on Google Images. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this video is essentially this man who saw this uh, comic strip and he was inspired by it and inspired by it for years. Um, Pretty much his whole life. Like his he's whole still life. inspired by it. Yeah, he finds new meanings um, or derives new meaning from it. Um, and he goes on. It's almost in, in, it's an hour almost exactly um, just talking about this specific comic strip and the meaning that he takes from it um, and the meaning that uh, I guess it gives to the world. Um, yeah. And... Uh, how Jim Davis is such a profound artist to have come up with something so perfect. Um, so, yeah, I watched that same video and I'm convinced that, uh, obviously it's like, if you watch that video, it's done for comedic effect. Right. Like we're making fun of how not funny <laughs> this comic panel That was is. actually the, the most recent comment. <laughs> yeah, was, I read uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm convinced this man is playing someone who is schizophrenic mm. uh, and obsessing over this comic strip that mm. he accidentally read when he was like 10 years old mm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why don't you tell us and share with us some of the things these um, wonderful observations uh, and discoveries that this man has found. I forget his name that he introduced himself. Jim Davis. No, well, he, he didn't introduce himself as Jim Davis. Um, I honestly don't remember his name either, uh, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it uh, doesn't matter. He, he is, um, his name is absolved of all meaning in the face of Garfield. Um, but, uh, but. Surrender um, your lasagna now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it, he he it does look, you know look professional presentable. He wears a suit uh, and a vest, um, and he's a little older gentleman. But uh, I, I can give you some of the observations that he's made for yeah. sure. Um, so one of the things that he talks about, as I said earlier, is that Garfield is chaos, um, yeah. and I thought that was a really interesting point um, because Garfield has has controlled outlines, but when you look at um, the uh, scribbles, I guess, in his design, it's pretty chaotic. Uh, John, as um, in opposition to that, has only the strong outlines and the and the things of that nature. Um, but uh, and you, if you go deeper into Garfield, it's like Garfield is disorder or fear um, and uh, theft. Um, and so when he stole the pipe and he turned his back. Uh, towards John, he not only did it towards John, but you could say that he did it towards the world or everyone, just given his attitude towards life. Uh, Garfield is lazy, uh, he is selfish, he is hurtful, spiteful, vengeful, um, and he accepts it. He is 100% like, this is the right thing for me to do, me, Garfield the cat. Uh, maybe not in those words, but again, just given his yeah. attitude. Um, and so even he went on to say smoking represents a recklessness and disregard for life. Um, like Garfield looks at life and says, then let me die. Oh, 
Um, and it's like, I mean, he's not wrong. It's crazy. No. Like in in all of these scenarios, um, in each one, except for maybe one um, that I thought was a bit of a stretch, but. Uh, in each of these scenarios, I was like, you know, I can see how you connected those dots. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really, really um, What was the cool. one dot you couldn't connect to anything? There was one where he made a... Re- he he um, used a name. That was Aaron Barguckle. Um, oh, yeah. It right. was like an anagram for... Yes. Uh, so it was like um, the almost the, the real-life model for what John is in the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they talked about, um, the, uh, smoking. So Garfield is literally in the comic, a smoking cat, yes. right? He's a cat that is smoking, but, um, he talked about how that was a tobacco company's, um, moniker for, um, people who told like young people who told about them selling tobacco to other young people. So it was smoking rat, was what it was originally called, but it was a, a, a bastardization of that term. Um, yeah, when it came over here to the states, it right. became cat instead cat. of rat. Right, exactly. Um, and so he, the name that he used was Aaron Barguckle. Aaron Barguckle was that smoking rat in that other country. Um, and when the tobacco companies went after him, he won a settlement, um, and he used that settlement. Primarily to fix his impotence, so he yeah. was impotent. He had, as as the uh, man in the video stated, a uh, pipe that didn't work, um, <laughs> and so it was really. I thought that part that the the actual way he connected it super cool. Like yeah. I was like, all right, you got it, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did look up um, first. I looked it up, and I looked up Aaron Barguckle, um, but the name is actually. Ernie Barguckle. So I was doing a little, a little bit more research in my cave today to uh, see if there was any validity to that. Yeah. I didn't find it yet. Um, but uh, it doesn't seem like there's anything at least on the surface readily available. So I don't know if that one is actually based in truth other than the smoking rat cat bit. Um, so it, it you is did cool. confirm that one about the Yes. Smoke? So the smoking okay. rat cat connection, legit. Okay. Right? But the Aaron Barguckle specifically, that's the one you where... I have not been able to confirm that yeah. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. All, right, yeah. all right. The research continues on in part two of our podcast. <laughs> part two. <laughs> yeah. So the other thing that I'll add on to kind of the opposite side of Garfield mm-hmm. that I remember from that video, uh, which I agree, I honestly probably could listen to that one two or three more times. <laughs> it's such a weird, fascinating... Yet highly disturbing look. It's just a rabbit hole. Yeah, it really is. It's a rabbit hole. Um, But one of the things he was also talking about, maybe we're going to get to this, is the the opposite of Garfield and the chaos is John. John, yep. Right? Mm -hmm. And even with the paneling, the way it's it's, uh, aligned, definitely. Mm -hmm. And how uh, John represents, especially in the first panel... Innocence. innocence and how the second panel represents that loss of innocence mm-hmm. so almost placing garfield in the role of the devil right at that point mm-hmm. stealing our innocence yep. from mankind uh in a way yeah he also recommended 
that we should spend at least one hour a week or something like that <laughs> meditating on Garfield? <laughs> Garfield? No, not on Garfield. On the pipe stripe or strip, yeah, uh, <laughs> specifically <laughs> that one. He he says that he emailed or mailed. Um, Pause Inc., which was the first like publisher of Garfield. Yeah, that's Jim Davis's company. Right, and he said that he uh, emailed them or, or mailed them and asked if Jim Davis could possibly only publish the pipe strip. <laughs> 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 but they didn't respond. <laughs> such a shame. So we, good. It could have been a, such a great rest of our lives. How yeah. profound. Now we have this garfield the other thing that i i remember was he was talking specifically um so like the right arm how it's resting on the table mm -hmm. if you were to measure that in relation to the rest of his body you essentially create this like i forget the name of this spiral but it's a mathematical spiral mm -hmm. that exists archimedes spiral or something like that it was something like that yeah, yeah that it starts to create representing the perfection of john uh i know what the number is phi or phi but i i i also don't remember the uh not that i'm good at math but i also don't remember the name of it um the spiral of archimedes yeah hmm. yeah that's the one yeah um but then he was also i forget the details but there was something important about the left hand holding the newspaper right that he made a connection mm -hmm. to you remember so Statue yes of Liberty? so that Statue? No. Uh, not, not quite not quite <laughs> that's travis's contribution yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm uh, the questioning audience yeah so that one specifically he talked about the way that he was holding the newspaper mm -hmm. um was essentially a comment on the aristocracy at the time um and how of 19 80 something yeah um but how that uh, and that's how he made the connection to the smoking rat bit um because it was uh commonly used in the newspaper companies specifically for tobacco companies uh, yeah. like when they were talking uh to each other about tobacco company things that was code the smoking rat was code um, that only a few, like a very select few companies knew. Mm -hmm. And so when he had delved into the newspaper and their terminology, then he had found the tobacco and their terminology. Um, and so it was, that's like connection that he found. Ah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, any other, I do have one more, but I, I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah, sure. Uh, flows that you thought was important for us to know. Um, I think, uh, kind of a, a little bit expounding upon what you were talked about with the religion. Yeah. I thought that was the, the, um, biggest, maybe the biggest section of the, of that video that I was like, wow, this makes a lot of sense. Um, which is, uh, I, I guess saying something about me, uh, but, um, okay, you live in a cave. I do live in a cave. Uh, but, um, Garfield is... The thief? The thief. Yeah. Uh, he is evil. He is uh, malicious. And some could even say, as you said, the devil. Um, and so what you were saying with the two forms of John, um, I think was really, really cool. So on the left, um, of course, is the ignorant John, but it's like a human in Eden. Mm -hmm. um, so before he uh, took a bite out of the apple... Um, or before he, um, took his pipe from the tree, uh, 
Uh, and it also is, coincidentally, made out of wood. Purple wood, but it is wood nonetheless. Um, and in the center, John is on the precipice of good and evil. Mm-hmm. So he is like tidally locked between ignorance and the existence of evil. Yeah. Um, but also, um, something that I really liked in the latter part of the video, it's around the maybe 40-minute mark, was he was talking to a veterinarian about the colors of the pipe strip. Um, so the floor in the pipe strip is green, and the walls are pink. And if you know anything about cats, so maybe not if you know anything about cats, but if you know anything about cats' vision, they are red and green colorblind. Mm. So essentially, John made a torture room, a, torture room, a panic room, whatever you want to call it, for Garfield. Garfield doesn't know where the floor is. Garfield doesn't know where the floor ends. It's all the same color to him. And so yeah. he is enraged. And something that the longer hour and 20 minute long video touches on um, that I think is really cool when you connect it to this specifically is that Jim Davis um, essentially is uh, projecting a little bit into John. And so Jim Davis made this uh, panic room for Garfield. He created evil, right? Yeah, he must contain it. He has to contain it, right? So he not only made Garfield, but he is the one who made Garfield evil. He is the one who the gave the warden. He's everything. He's everything. Um, like he he did this to Garfield, but also he gave John the pipe. Hmm. He made Garfield. Take the pipe, right? And now, here's Garfield in one instance where he's innocent. But then, when you think about it, Jim does it to himself. Um, so, I think that's just really cool when you think about it in the grand scheme. Jim does it or John does it? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, yeah. all right, Because right, right. there, is, there is a connection between the there two. There is a connection. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's... Um, yeah, that's oh! Yeah, go ahead. There is one other thing, as far as the religion, that I really, really liked. Yeah. He had commandments. I don't know if y'all remember this part specifically no, of that I video. Don't. So he had commandments um, from that were all taken from this pipe strip. Um, and they are as follows. Um, so this is around the 28-minute mark. Be humble. Be grateful. Honor the law. Honor thyself. Be true. Be good. And pray. Um, and so what he, what I think is awesome is that he actually took this from the meaning that he derived again from this pipe strip. So lower your head like John did, be humble, uh, lower thy paper, your worldly possessions, be grateful, um, honor the law, turn your head as in the middle strip, um, and pay attention, uh, bow like John, honor thyself. Praise Jim Davis. Be true and be good. <laughs> I like how that's just in the middle there. It's not like the Praise. beginning or the end. It's like just among everything else. Uh, and then pray so that you can banish the demon Garfield. Um, and uh, so John's it, that part. Demons. He, it is. Oh yeah. my. So here's why I say he's schizophrenic. Hmm. Um, one is because part of uh, 
symptoms of schizophrenics is they tend to uh, ruminate and obsess mm. over oh, things. Okay. Um, also found in obsessive compulsives, but his obsessions lead to what we would classify as delusional thinking. Mm. So, for instance, if you listen to him talk, the little times where he references himself personally, he'll make comments about uh, being outside courthouses mm. oh. or <laughs> um, hospitals, mm -hmm. you know, oh, no. things oh. like that yeah. where... Uh, he's not saying like I'm go the reason why he's there. Mm -hmm. He just simply said while I was out there, right? Uh, you know, which makes me think that he's having issues with the criminal justice system, which mm. would be common for somebody who's schizophrenic. That makes sense, yeah. And um, is seeking outside help, um, mm. which would also make sense for a schizophrenic mm -hmm. right there. Right. Uh, and would um, so, for instance, like when uh, <laughs> he was outside the courthouse, the reason why he even mentioned that. Right. If you remember, there was somebody working out in the back of their van, a plumber right. or something. Mm -hmm. And he says, now, where's my pipe wrench? Yep. <laughs> and oh this God. guy <laughs> loses his mind, immediately <laughs> runs up to the guy and say, what did you say? And he's like, no, say it like you said. <laughs> yeah, say it like you said it before. Where's my pipe wrench? It's like, exactly, the cat. <laughs> the orange cat took it. Yeah. <laughs> the orange cat has also taken all of our money. So, so if you could send money to our Patreon at, it'll be really appreciated. <laughs> yeah. So just the idea of, that's exactly what a schizophrenic would do. Mm. Because if you were just that random layperson, you have no idea what this guy's talking about. Mm -hmm. He's just screaming about a random orange cat. Yeah, I liked at the end as well. Hey, he was like, we connected over <laughs> yeah. that. Over yeah, he's like, I'd like to think that if we ever saw each other again. <laughs> yeah, so good. Oh, yeah. So that's the first hour-long video right. on Garfield, right? right. <laughs> um, and I really like that one because I think that is such a cornerstone of entering the world of obsessing over Garfield mm -hmm. and the meaning behind Garfield. There are some Reddit pages, uh, which I can't believe I'm blanking on the names Many now. Alzheimer's John or comic strip or something no. like that. No, it's r slash arts Alzheimer's. There's um, r slash Garfield minus Garfield. Um, yes. That one. Things. That one is sorry. Are we switching to the? Yeah, let's go ahead. Do you want to cover that one next? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's cover Garfield minus Garfield. Oh, I mean, so I am not super privy on the actual Reddit. I think that's much more of a Travis thing. Okay. Um, I wasn't aware I was supposed to research this stuff. No, that's okay. all right. Uh, so, but I did know about Garfield without Garfield yeah. before this video. We yeah. found this video. Tell us what you know about Garfield without Garfield. It's very weird. Um. It makes John look insane. Right. I think. Um, have you guys seen any of the strips that yes. are, like, it sounds like John creates Garfield, mm -hmm. in a sense. Like, he's, Garfield is not real. Um, he is there as maybe an anchor or something to help John deal with stuff. To cope, yeah. 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 So... Like, this, like for example, if we were to take that pipe strip and we were to make Garfield disappear in that, who is he yelling at? Hmm. 
who is he yelling at? And I don't have the stripper anymore. So, so one <laughs> of the things that I've I've heard about that is essentially, um, you know, from the structure of the comic itself is John creates the tension, right? Mm-hmm. His tension is often created through his depression, his loneliness, mm-hmm. his inability to form connections with others. That's mm-hmm. why all he has really is the cat and, and his dog and his dog, right? right? Like uh, in the hour twenty minute video, he goes through and he writes down the different types of jokes. And one of the top two, I can't remember if it was one or two, mm-hmm. was making fun of John. Yeah. So the number one type of joke is John is pitiful, which yes. is essentially what uh, what Super Eye Patch Wolf boiled it down to. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had done extensive research, research that I, I do like, not care to replicate. <laughs> wow, really? Uh, I am not going to read. I figured all that time in that cave. <laughs> 996 Garfield strips. I am not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and apparently there are thousands upon thousands of thousands. way strips. too many strips yeah. he, he stops at some point he's yeah. like i'm not going to get through all this yeah. yeah yeah he just stops counting them mm-hmm. yeah uh, but yeah you were saying that the number one was john is pitiful right kind of thing and that really ties into garfield minus garfield because mm-hmm. when you remove garfield from the equation you don't even have to take the cat out of it just remove right. the thought bubbles mm-hmm. what you see is a very sad man lamenting about life, about how nobody ever returned his phone calls, mm-hmm. about him struggling to find even the purpose to live and continue on. There's one scene where I forget the exact wording, um, but you take Garfield out of it, and you're not sure if he found new purpose for living or if he was going to commit suicide yes. as he walks out of the panel yeah, kind of thing. So it gets like really deep into like the psychological aspect of John, right, uh, right there, mm-hmm. which I think is really important because that continues on into a lot of the artwork that we see involving John and Garfield and their relationship to each other. Indeed, um, I think that's a good, just a good segue to actually start talking about the the video. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there are a a couple of main ideas um, that we have to address. In order to, uh, I guess, do it justice um, and to just convey um, to the audience like what uh, uh, the big big hitter points are. Yeah. Um, so first, um, Super Eye Patch Wolf. Uh, we can just call him the YouTube guy um, <laughs> the or something. The YouTube doer, YouTube video G- guy person. Well, thingy, maybe a little shorter than that, yeah. but S E C O S O. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> acronyms, I don't know. But um, so what he does first is he talks about the moldability of the panels, right? Mm-hmm. So when you look at a Garfield comic strip, it is essentially a um, setting. Like you build the setting, then you have the buildup and the punchline. Mm-hmm. So you know where you are, you know how the joke starts, you know how it pays off, right? Um and it's usually only three panels. Unless it's Sunday. Right, unless it's Sunday, then it's uh, longer. It can be six, it can be nine, but it's usually even in multiples of three. Mm-hmm. Um, so what he talks about is how the internet, especially Reddit, has gone and changed those panels because they are so simple to create. So you can, there have been a slew of people who have taken 
random Garfield panels and just molded them together to see if they could work. There have been people who um, just have Garfield but with a fourth beat panel. There's been Garfield, as we've said, r slash Alzheimer's, where people pretend that they've seen this comic or this strip for the first time every single time they've posted it for years. (laughs) There's people who color blend the comics together so that it's literal nonsense and just gobbledygook on the page. There's people who take it and they make it like a circle instead of just uh, the one, two, three. It's now cyclical, so it just keeps going into perpetuity. Um, And just uh, endless ways that you can edit these comics that still somewhat make sense and it's by design. Um, it's supposed to be transmutable, transformable, um, and relatable-ish, um, but digestible by anyone. So that simple nature makes it really easy to change, right? And that speaks true to Garfield, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, so that's like the first aspect is that uh, people online have gone like, hey, this is really simple. I'm going to change it. <laughs> Right, I can do this. I but have really the power. Highlights the formula and, in some ways, the unoriginality behind Garfield. Yeah, the, bana- the banality, well, yeah. the factory mm-hmm. turnout of Garfield yeah. comic yeah. strips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, second, as we talked about, was the um, Garfield minus Garfield. So, mm-hmm. in essence, what uh, this YouTube guy has talked about was that after you either take out the thought bubbles or you take out Garfield entirely, you have to come to the conclusion that something is wrong with John, right? So you see all these instances where John is depressed, where John is alone, where John has low self-esteem. Even the relationships that John has had in the comic strip, none of them have been successful. None of them. Mm-hmm. Even we, uh, the people have petitioned Jim Davis to have John eventually marry his girlfriend, and to to this day they petitioned him to have the girlfriend too. Yeah, right, yeah. like right because yeah, I don't remember ever ever being in a relationship with her. So first to have a girlfriend, but then to marry that girlfriend. To this day, one of those things has happened, and it's the having the girlfriend one. Yeah, <laughs> um, and even then the comics around that. highlight how like disappointed and frustrated she is with john exactly like there's one panel where basically she sends him home because he wasn't dressed appropriately right he's dressed like a clown and he was dressed like a clown yeah but still that's his attire like his go out attire is very bad yeah yeah um but that's just the nature of the uh of john um in these comics is that he is pitiable um and so uh, when you realize that um, you uh, look at uh, Jim Davis's previous works. So first he started on Norm the Nat. Um, not super popular. Um, but what he did next, his next project um, was um, called John. Just J-O-N, right? Super simple. And what it was, was is it was essentially an extension of of his own life and frustrations. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was Jim Davis almost putting himself to paper. Um, so if he had something he was um, 
not happy with in his own life. Not like necessarily like, oh, I had a bad marriage or something like that. But it was just a commentary, a social commentary. Like um, he even commented on his own industry in one panel saying something along the lines where John turns and looks at the camera and goes, I hope the editors don't take that out or right. something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. um, but it was him, right? It was his representation uh, and his uh, just amalgamation of who he was, again, put to paper. But something that uh, we don't really get to see is that eventually Garfield took over. And that doesn't mean Garfield left his corporeal form or anything like that and possessed Jim Davis or the editors. That just means Garfield got more popular than John did. Yeah, because Garfield was in it, in that comic John, but uh, he was not the main focus. John was the main focus. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, Jim Davis took a break after that one. And Mm -hmm. when he came back, then Garfield took over and it was called Garfield right at that point yeah so it kept the same characters um, but now it was about Garfield so now there's this over like this over uh, overarching narrative of John's not okay right and Garfield is now the focus instead of John um, so then in super eye patch wolf's research that he did um, and the data that he collected um, one of the, well, the second most common type of joke was Garfield's torment of John. Garfield yeah, stealing hurting John, stealing his pipe, scratching his furniture, making fun of him, etc., etc. Um, so even when you do leave in Garfield, still there is some nefarious activity going on. Uh, and again, when taken into context with... Um, Garfield essentially overshadowing um, and encompassing the John comic strip. Uh, and, and even when you think about the, the pipe strip and how Garfield was stuck in this panic room, Jim Davis created Garfield. And now Garfield has subsumed, overshadowed, and become more popular than his other creation that he intended, which was John. Yeah. Right? Um, and so, something that I think is scary but incredible about the internet is they took embraced they embraced it exactly (laughs) they said hey something's wrong with john and it's garfield and we're gonna make it worse (laughs) 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 um so if you do uh, of course again travis is probably much more even more familiar with this than i am um but if you look up anything regarding I'm sorry, John. Oh, yeah. Don't harm me, John. Anything yeah. in that category, you'll find some scary stuff. Can we talk about, um, I don't know if you remember this, one of the original um, artworks that started the I'm sorry, John mm-hmm. movement. It was uh, something along the lines of John waking up and seeing orange right. stripes all over the walls. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into the living room. Mm-hmm. And it's body horror is essentially what it is. It's Garfield's face on the wall. And he says, I'm sorry, John, because Garfield's gluttony caused him to right. eat the whole house. And he said, I was so hungry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, um, that's, that's a, I, that is how it started. Um, right. So it's a very interesting piece, as you said, about the gluttonous nature 
of Garfield. As everybody knows, he's a cat who loves lasagna. He's fat. He's lazy. Sleeps all day. Um, but really, that comic um, just started a movement um, mm-hmm. where people have even created like uh, VR versions of that just twisted Garfscape. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, where people have taken that and uh, made like just different flesh mound monsters of Garfield. And again, as we had referenced earlier with even the panel's moldability, Garfield is actually very similar because of his simple design. Someone's created, I believe he has created all the Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Garfield. Mm-hmm. Garfamon. I I got that confused with like the Rick and Morty Garfield mm. kind of thing. Like, oh, that's just the name for the Rick and Morty Garfield, mm. but I don't think it is. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, so his his shape, his visage, is very distinct, and there have been lots and lots and lots of different variations. And the Garfield whole- sofa. Yes. Like that's even in real life. It, it's a face in the middle of the middle cushion that you lean your back on. Right. Like a real and, sofa. A, a real, real sofa. sofa. And I'm like, that's terrifying. Right. That's terrifying. Well, who thought this was a good idea yeah. to sell? So his face is so moldable um, and palatable that it's been put everywhere, even in real life. Mm-hmm. Like there are tons and tons of Garfield mugs. And again, this is talked about in the video, but Garfield mugs, Garfield plates, Garfield sofas, Garfield clothes, Garfield posters, Garfield cars. Anything you can imagine. Baseball's got nothing on Garfield. Garfield, like he's everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, for me personally, and it's it's so funny because every time I think, yeah, I haven't seen Garfield. A, I either think of an example where I have seen Garfield, or B, I just feel like I'm being ignorant. <laughs> like it's it, it just feels so encompassing, so uh, uh, ever present. I guess wherever you go, you cannot escape right. Garfield. I, I just feel like I'm ignoring it now, yeah. mm-hmm. um, or that it's uh, just become so commonplace that uh, I don't see it. I suppose, but um, but that is essentially what uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf talks about in this video is um, the marketability of Garfield as a creation in general, and then also of the moldability that the internet has taken on and ran with. Um, so there have been, uh, not only with the comic strips, there have been edits, but there's also been, as you can see, if you, I wouldn't recommend doing it at night or alone, um, or uh, if people you, just, you don't trust, or with people you don't trust. Um, but if you look at, I'm sorry, John, there is a plethora of deformed, defaced, um, just horrorscapes of Garfield. Um, so where Garfield is torturing John, consuming John, controlling John, um, scaring John, shaping his reality into something different, he evolves as time goes on on the internet, right? Yeah. It becomes, it starts again with a lasagna-eating cat and turns into Cthulhu-esque nightmares. Um, It's playing up the different aspects of Garfield in terms of like the relationship or Garfield's all-knowing. Like there's some depictions I saw where Garfield is almost this demonic, cosmic entity that is so much bigger and greater than John, which I think represents 
how much bigger Garfield is now in our world. There are mm-hmm. other ones where it's almost like a psychological horror where right. Garfield is stalking John and mm-hmm. taunting him, and John is like cowering in a corner trying Bullets not to be Bullets don't found. work, right. John. Yeah, Bullets yeah. Don't work. I can smell you, John. <laughs> yeah, there's even one where John commits suicide, and then Garfield brings him back to life, mm-hmm. kind of thing, so it's, that the torment doesn't. Yeah, end. right. For John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so that really just, again, speaks to their nature where John is um, innocent, but also he is pitiful. And mm-hmm. Garfield is evil and torment. And so on Reddit, what people have done is they've essentially just said, how can we make that disparity greater? Um, so make John smaller, make Garf- Garfield bigger, larger, yeah. more evil, more... Um, disparaging all these other things. So yeah. there's even one where it's like I think you kind of alluded to this, Travis, where Garfield is like the puppet master and mm-hmm. he's playing John and the dog as like a puppets, like a puppeteer would kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but super weird. We haven't gotten to the weirdest part yet, though. <sighs> really? What do you What do you think is the weirdest part? Yeah. The live action. Oh well, the the right. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the th- one of the things that is referenced is Lasagna Cat, uh, which we we talked about before. Um, but essentially, it's one creator. Why did they do it? I don't know. To this day, no idea. There's no no sort of explanation really on he has the channel. Outside knowledge that well, he must. He knows something we don't. I, yeah. I saw another video that talked to like possible explanations of why lasagna cat even exists mm-hmm. in the first place and everything it's to like if you go on jim davis's uh company website mm-hmm. they talk about how great garfield is they talk about how great jim davis is jim davis is the owner of the company mm-hmm. so it's essentially jim davis talking about how great jim davis is <laughs> um it um uh, when if you actually stop and look at this stuff it's not good at all Mm. it's you know mediocre at best Mm -hmm. best of times and it's repetitive and it's dull and so they i think they are actively mocking and making fun of that aspect because a lot of times these videos that they post on lasagna cat are recreations of the panel Mm -hmm. live action Mm -hmm. and then they put in their fourth panel where they just go zany and crazy with it and 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 initially it's just cheesy and gross because they have humans in animal costumes and they always have that laugh track at the end right when the panel plays in the second rendition of lasagna cat eight or plus years eight years he released all the videos the first time one day one day Mm -hmm. went silent for For eight years yeah seven or eight years yeah. yeah um but First, they posted another video. It said, sex survey. So yes. all you had to do, watch the video, call the number, say your name, and then how many sexual partners that you've had. People did that. Yep. Lots of people. <laughs> Hundreds Lots of, of people. Uh-huh. Thousands even. Yeah. Um, so what they did was first, they had a whole new series of Lasagna Cat videos. 
for for whatever reason, very high quality videos yes. of lasagna oh. cat videos. There was like one where it was like a chase scene or something like that. There were, yeah. I mean, that was the last. Well, was that the last one? Maybe the I, first. I one. don't remember, but I remember like I was looking at like, oh my god. The oh, so that was, was that was sex survey results. I believe that you're talking about. Was it the results? Because I that was the the results were like the five hour video, right? Oh, I was just thinking of when the live garfield person was running but uh-huh. yeah, that was different yeah yeah okay gotcha um but yeah so there there's uh they still have um the panels still so they have the live action um in the first part and then they have they show the panel where they got it from then instead of doing some meme video where it's like hi it's like this but it's a little wo- weird a little wonky they go off the rails mm-hmm. it is wild uh, so there's one where the one that I remember the most is because I thought it was so jarring um, is the uh, mouse in the cake where there's a birthday cake and then there's a mouse that pops up out of the birthday cake in front of um, Garfield and they go like surprise or something like that. And Garfield says, I'm not eating that. Um, and it's also really weird because the mouse is wearing um, like undergarments but they're supposed to be naked already, so I yeah. don't know why the implication is so weird, but it's yeah. whatever. Um, but in the actual high, qu- again, high quality lighting, staging, they have props, all this other this stuff. Is probably like some millionaire, multi-millionaire, just like, I want to do this stupid thing. It's a Maybe. real company. You can go look it up because they say that. I forget the name of the company, but it's uh, at the end of the video. Yeah, so yeah. You can look up the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah, I don't remember. I know it's like either. FF and then sinks into lasagna. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, they they have the uh, mouse and like running around with Garfield and dancing with cupcakes in its hand. And Garfield smacks the cupcakes out of the hand. I and mean, it is his birthday, I guess. Um, so it's just off the rails again. Yeah. Um, and, and each video is similar to this, where there's like a Garfield butterfly that pops into one. There's Odie that wears a wig and he plays the saxophone in one. Um, There's Odie that wears a bag on his head and becomes a fashion icon in one and just tours the world and then ends up killing himself and then goes to a hell that uh chimera johns well it has chimera johns oh so it it has johns but with like six legs and all the legs are arms and then two of them like stand up on the end it's it's super weird if it sounds weird while we're explaining it that's because it's it is it's probably even weirder (laughs) it's way weirder when you actually see it yeah uh there's one i i uh saw referenced in the video where uh, it's John and he has his legs up and he's walking on right. his hands and he's going around in a loop over and over again to like a bored looking yeah. audience. And I, even when I read the, the actual panel, I was just like, what is going on? Yeah. And then I saw the video and I was like, all right, y'all are doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, lasagna cat is just a, is another really weird, uh, and a, a kind of perverted um, maybe not in like a sexual way, but um, just rendition of of it the is, Garfield it panels. It is a perversion of Garfield, right. highlighting on extremes of of Garfield. Right. Do you want to talk about that sex survey video that was like five hours long? Sure, we can do that. We got ten hours to do it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to be honest uh, to all the viewers at home. Um, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. 
I did not watch sex survey results. You kind of get the gist of it from the you movie get the gist. I right. Patch Wolf guy right. did. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, it's very, very repetitive. It is over five hours long. I am not going to watch that. None of us are going to watch that. I don't right. think. Um, mm-hmm. One of us is married. The other, the other two, we at least we still have lives, <laughs> so we're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but uh, in that video, essentially, what happens is um, every single person that called gets highlighted at a certain point in that video. So it just says, um, I don't know, uh, Tim. T-Bot. No, no, no. no. Here's here here's how it goes. It starts with John sitting reading a newspaper right. and then the doorbell rings and mm-hmm. he gets up and he opens it and it's a mannequin dressed in an outfit right and then it plays the person and they say their name and their sex result and then it zooms in like how many partners they've had yeah yeah, yeah yeah uh how many partners they have then it zooms into a comic strip of that scene that played out mm-hmm. but it's now it's garfield reading the newspaper mm-hmm. and the same thing happens and then it's what's the dog's odie odie mm-hmm. Odie, and then it just rotates to three of them yep. answering the door mm-hmm. each time. And the mannequins get weirder and weirder yeah, and, and more weirder. deformed for five hours. Five hours. It's that, which to be fair, is very symbolic of Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, do you want to talk about how it ends? Sure. Um, it is by far the most not safe for work video have you guys ever watched don't hug me i'm scared i have yeah no, would you not. call it similar to that kind of thing i would say so yeah, yeah. i've not know. seen him don't watch it okay i would take it especially not green is not a creative color than at all <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it, it goes places for yeah. sure uh-huh traumatized um, me when i first saw it because i was not expecting yeah. it <laughs> Um, but with, uh, with this video, so essentially the last person that comes to John's house is John Arbuckle. He says, John Arbuckle too, all happy and smiley. And the person at the door says, ha, John Arbuckle zero, and then shuts the door in his face. So now we look back at this John that is outside. He is aged considerably. Who does he look a lot like? He looks a lot dun, like dun, 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 Jim Davis. <gasps> <gasps> right? Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, so then he walks the streets of his city. He walks past a couple mannequins. Green One Day plays on the background. What? what Green, was that? No, they don't. But Green Day, I walk a lonely road. Oh. Uh, that doesn't actually play in the background. <laughs> but, well, I wouldn't know because I didn't watch it. Um, but... Uh, one of the mannequins looks at him, which was really weird. Um, but then he finds a box. Everyone out there was a mannequin, too. Right. Like, it, there was no other actual person besides Jim Davis out right. there. It was, I, I want to bet that all those mannequins that were out there were the people that came to uh, John's door. Probably. Because we're not going to look back for all that stuff. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he finds a box, and in that box is a carcass. Well, maybe not a carcass, but it's a taxidermied garfield yeah uh, so it's an orange cat yeah so garfield in air quotes maybe um but then he teleports to like a mountain range almost like it was like a desert yeah but it had like a lot of rocks and things of that nature um so then you see this uh naked man um (laughs) that is 
painted in orange, like almost tiger stripes, but you know, it's Garfield kind of stylized. Yeah. But then he has some tribal-ish looking headgear on. He has a staff. Um, so you see him. He roars. He sprints towards uh, the aged John Arbuckle with his spear in hand. Um, he goes to stab him, then teleports behind him, um, whispers something in his ear, and then yeah, John... That, that might be the weirdest part. Well, I mean, honestly, no, one no, of the weirdest. weirdest. There there's is weirder, weirdest. but that... They just made everything weird at this point. Yeah. Every scene has to be weird at yeah. this point. Well, and I think all of it is highly symbolic yeah. of their views on Garfield and everything. Yeah. But yeah, we can go into that after you're done with your story. Yeah, for sure. Um, so after he whispers something in John's ear, John disappears, his clothes fall to the ground, and instead of John's flesh, there is a pile of worms on yeah. the ground. Earthworms specifically. Um, so then, the uh, camera cuts to a girl that's in the bathroom screaming. She is giving birth. Um, on a toilet. On a toilet. In a school, most likely. Yeah, it uh, looks like a public restroom. Somewhere. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and she's in like a school-ish outfit. Um, so, and she looks like a teenager, um, but she stands up and I'm, I don't remember exactly what she said, so I'm going to paraphrase-ish. It's also in another language. Yeah, it's I Polish. Think it's Polish. It's Polish. Yeah, it's Polish. Um, so she says, this child is mine. It is of the devil. Um, she talks about going to hell herself. Um, and how essentially this child is evil. She doesn't want it. Um, and also something about this is a cycle that happens over and over right. again. She will be, uh, eaten and vomited out and eaten again. Yeah. Um, and then she leaves, uh, with this baby in the toilet and it shows a baby in the toilet. It does. Blood, guts, and everything. Yes. Maybe not yeah, guts. Every not video that talked part. about this heavily censored this part right. for fear of being demonetized. Exactly. Um, but this baby is stillborn. Um, and then you see, as you pan to the toilet, you see an orange cat um, that is next to this toilet. Was the orange cat there when she was actually giving birth? We don't really know, yeah. but it is there now, maybe symbolically. Um, so then eventually we see her leave actually out of the bathroom. And then we look back at the toilet and slowly zoom in. And it the baby is wearing a blue shirt, very similar to the one that John, John wears. Um, and I'm then sorry, John. as we get right next to the baby's head, the baby <laughs> opens its eyes. And then that's the end of the video. Yeah, that's the end. Of this five-hour-long video. Five hours. <laughs> yeah. It's nuts. I have... I don't know if I'm just creating that memory now, but I feel like I've seen something like this, but I skipped all the way to the end because I realized it was just repeating, mm. and I regretted it and immediately closed out of everything, shut down the computer, <laughs> and just walked away. <laughs> so, so let's talk about possible symbolism of this, right? Because... Mm -hmm. I, I think Lasagna Cat is um, very thoughtful about their... I mean, you can tell just the production value alone. They put a lot of thought mm -hmm. in, into this. I've heard some stuff on the symbolism about... Obviously, there's a reason why John looks a lot like Jim Davis. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I heard that the John that answered the door or and said to 
to the number of sexual partners is mm-hmm. actually John from the future. And the past John rejects this because he doesn't believe it mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. or is in denial about it himself. Um, I've heard that that scene in the desert where you have tribal Garfield charging at John mm-hmm. is a representation of how Garfield has grown beyond what was originally intended and right. become almost this twisted thing um, compared to that original John comic strip. And an independent thing. He's right. become a cosmic yeah. entity, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, he's independent of John now mm-hmm. and will long outlive John after John is gone. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing, which is true because if you look at Jim Davis and his production studio for mm-hmm. Garfield, he has plans and he has teams that are now continuing Garfield. So even if he does pass away, mm-hmm. Garfield will still continue on. Right. Yeah. Essentially the same again because of its moldability and simplicity in design. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, that was some of the stuff that I'd heard. Did you mm-hmm. guys catch any other things in terms of like the symbolism behind that? Yeah, I, I did have a small theory actually um, mm-hmm. with the two Johns. Um, so there's the John again in the door and then the other John. Um, what I thought it could be was was still a future John, but a future John that was trying to um, uh, almost spur his younger John on mm. as in saying like, hey, in the future, you have two sexual partners. And then his previous John laughs at him and says, Psh, no. Yeah. Or you think I'm a fool or something? And then shuts the door in his face. And then he gets depressed again, goes on this walk because he actually knows the truth. But mm-hmm. he thought that he could encourage his younger self to do something more. Um, so I, I like that interpretation. I think it's pretty similar to the other one, but yeah, I like that one. Yeah, there's definitely a cool sci-fi element with it. And it kind of plays with that idea of maybe like Garfield being like the devil or something like mm-hmm. that with him being around the toilet. Mm-hmm when John is like quote unquote born yeah and everything mm-hmm. yeah I still don't know quite what to make of that scene with the woman giving birth mm-hmm. in the bathroom uh, that one I'm still kind of wrestling with in my John head. Arbuckle's is Polish that's what you're <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think part of it may be like that's an ultimately like even far beyond what we've seen a pitiable pitiable state like to be born not like everything about it is trash uh he is born from a teenager who a doesn't want to and b probably can't take care of him yeah um maybe she has her own mental health issues and that's why she's talking about yeah that kind of stuff um he's born with um like in a toilet like where poop goes yeah you know pitiful you know it's disgusting but also like can it get any worse you know Mm -hmm. in in a lot of scenarios you're like man can you get any lower when bullies want to discourage people put your head in the toilet john was born in a toilet at least in this video you know um and then with his his mother left again pitiful abandoning him in a toilet you know he was abandoned uh now that's not me saying that it's pitiful in real life i encourage you to stay strong if you need to talk talk to somebody but in this video like just for the example of the uh that's analysis people are trying to communicate to the audience not necessarily saying that that's yeah yeah um and so i think that's like the 
ultimately what they're trying to convey and perpetuate is that John is pitiful. And that's really, if you think about it, it's like the whole video. Well, not the whole video, but once the five-hour mark has passed um, and you see John talking to himself and it's John is pitiful, Garfield is forever, (laughs) and then John is even more pitiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, It's fascinating stuff. So... Reddit has been doing this for years where they've been making this artwork and Mm. everything, right? This is going to be my favorite part. But I think there is one piece of art that we can all agree stands out above everything that has been produced. And really, in in my opinion, is the summation of everything that has been discussed on Reddit and in this room right here. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before we do that, I yes. wanted to talk about that part too because I remember thinking um, it's always been Winkersham. And for those of you who haven't ever watched uh, Bravest Warriors, I used to watch that actually. Cartoon Hangover. There, it's about this futuristic group of kids. Uh, all their parents have disappeared, but their their parents were like heroes in some sense. Mm. Um, or like they help people a lot. So that's what they're doing. Uh, they managed to get the, um, sim- one of the simulator people out into the real world and it escalates from there because that's not supposed to happen. And one of the main characters has an older self that comes to the past to basically mess with him, but also have like weird wisdom hidden in there. Um, and he, he comes to that event cause he, the, person is constantly expanding so mm. much and he's like are you guys here for the wankersham becomes god event <laughs> or like because <laughs> the chant he starts saying it's always been wankersham mm. because he's al- always been there in the past present or future because he eventually mm. expands so much that he just engulfs the entire universe but he's also not you don't feel him mm. like he's like something you can't really touch anymore mm. yeah and so that's what i Thought yeah. like it's always been Garfield that's <laughs> kind a, of thing. That's a terrifying <laughs> yeah. sentence. Yeah. Something you yep. can't really touch anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like a cosmic entity yeah. that's just always there, but you can't interact with. Right. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Um, so that that is very. Uh, I mean, synonymous really with um, what Garfield has become in the Reddit uh, fandom. Um, but as as Jason had referenced, um, there is one piece. That stands above Yo, the rest God, of them. Um, and it is called The Forgiveness of John. Yes. So. Do you want to describe the image? We encourage you to listening. We cannot you, do the description to, justice. We yeah. have it on our Twitter. Twitter.com. Uh, whatever. I'm actually going to do that. At dorky underscore desperate. We have a picture of it on our Twitter zone. Go follow us there. Give us a like. Go for mm. our link tree, which shows where all where our podcast is on. Mm. Yes, that Travis worked very hard on, by the way. But check out, pull up this picture if you aren't it's able majestic. to look at it, like if you're driving or something. We'll describe it to you. But highly, highly, highly encourage you look at this image because it will give you a much better job than right. what we can do. Um, so uh, I'll start with the bottom. Or really the name. Uh, so the name of this piece, well, actually I won't start with the name. But, yeah. um, so the frame of this piece is a writhing throng of tentacles that are interwoven between masks with 
bright, blinding eyes and open mouths, right? So we've got just tentacles of unknown origin just wriggling through all these masks. Um, and that's a frame. But inside of that frame, you have a pit with hands reaching up toward a demonic Garfield, um, whose mouth is not only agape, but it is, what's the word? Uh, his jaw is disconnected. Yeah. Um, similar to like a snake or something like that. So he almost looks like a giant, like a Komodo dragon or a lizard mm-hmm. um, because of the spikes on his back. Uh, he has a large rows of teeth and he has a, a pointy, like spiked tail um, at the end of his body. Um, but atop that throng of tentacles, the pit of hands, and the uh, demonic Garfield is John. Yeah. He is angelic in nature and stature. He has a halo around the top of his head and just some sun lines coming out from the top of him. His wings outstretched huge. Like an angel's. Like an angel's. And with like three rows of feathers and stuff. He wears a torn garment, but it is white. Um, he has shin guards on. He has, I believe, a rapier in his hand, mm-hmm. pointing it down towards the demonic Garfield that he is stepping on top of, mm-hmm. right? So this is one of the only instances where I've found John conquering yes. Garfield. The yeah. cosmic horror. Almost like a victory pose when right. you conquered mm-hmm. or defeated an animal. I love this picture. Yeah. I've bought this picture. Yeah. It cost a lot of money. <laughs> Did How you much get is it a lot like, of money? Like one of those like plate things? I got or? a custom frame for this picture. <laughs> Did you get the metal plate? Yeah. I didn't get metal. I'm not ridiculous. But, <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, so I had to go and get it framed, but they didn't have anything that was, it was too big. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, so, uh, so I had to do a custom frame. Is it like the centerpiece of your room? Right uh, it's there? not, it's actually, it's actually in my living room. on the ceiling above the dining room table. That'd be pretty like- hype. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's, uh, right next to my door as you come in. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone sees it when they walk in. Yeah. So one thing that I should say about that picture too, is it looks like, John is about to run Garfield through with the rapier. And he has tears in his eyes as well. Yes, he has tears in his eyes, right? And Mm -hmm. I think the two are communicating to each other Mm -hmm. as well in that. I can say that. I can see that. John, stop! What what I thought I I had heard this, maybe this wasn't in it, but what I had thought I had heard um, was that Garfield says, I'm sorry, John. And then John says, I forgive you. Right. So that does bring us to the title, of course, which is The Forgiveness of John. Right. So um, what Jason is talking about is essentially the Reddit fandom, the uh, the tag or whatever it's called. The, um, the subreddit. The subreddit is r slash I'm sorry, John. So it started with that um, Garfield being gluttonous, eating uh, John's house and with John inside of it. Um where he says that, of course, quoted line of, I'm sorry, John, right? And so it just kind of uh, sprung out from there. But in this, this is the forgiveness of John. So it's almost like a response to that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it really is. And in a lot of ways, it's uh, 
it's an image that inspires hope because like we were talking mm-hmm. about in the beginning of this about how Garfield is this unapologetic person. Like he knows who he is and he's right. not ashamed of it. Whereas John uh, is very much in fear of who he is as a person and how Garfield plays off of that. But John, this is John actually conquering and defeating years of torment and punishment and feeling shame over himself. Essentially, he has ascended, which is why I think he's represented as an angel in this photo. And he is conquering what Garfield has represented in his life. Mm-hmm. And that dialogue of, I'm sorry, John, and John saying, I forgive you as he stabs Garfield is his way of ascending and moving on. Mm-hmm with his life yeah for sure uh did you have any thoughts travis no (laughs) (laughs) this is pretty typical for us on this podcast i i I really wanted to know how much it cost Um, did you have a different interpretation of that? I, that? I did, yes. Okay, yeah, I'd love to hear your interpretation. Okay, yeah, for but, sure. But the cost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the, uh, the cost was just my time. Um, That's what money is. Um, but in, um, so something that I really, you have to look at a lot of different details, right? Um, so when you think about um, who John is, right? I think about Jim Davis, mm-hmm. of course, as it all started with Jim Davis. Right, right. Um, but with Jim Davis, he created um, John. Like he created uh, the the first comic strip called John um, as a representation or a uh, just a projection of himself. And so, when you think about it in this context, if you think this is John, this is maybe even Jim David. Jim Davis, as weird as it sounds. Um, rising up from the pit that he has created for himself by perpetuating Garfield instead of his own creation, his own desires, and perpetuating something that was popular or something that was more um, marketable or something like that. So this is him saying, no, I'm going to rise instead of letting someone else control my life. Um, But also, you got to ask, who is Garfield? Well, as we've talked about, Garfield is evil. Garfield is torment. Um, And so when you think about Garfield in those terms and in Jim Davis creating Garfield, Garfield is John's torment. John is Jim Davis. So Garfield is Jim Davis's creation and his torment. Um, And so I think that's really profound Um, because when you see the sword in his hand, um, whether or not he's going to stab Garfield, I think it does change the meaning a little bit. Um, so I looked at it two ways. One right now, um, he has not stabbed Garfield yet. Right. So he's on his back going the forgiveness of John. I forgive you, but he is saying, I forgive you, but I banish you into the the depths of the pit mm-hmm. of this thing that you're facing, right? So he's like, just imagine a scene where he's like, I'm sorry, John. He's like, I forgive you, but you can't stay here, right? Yeah. So he's saying, you, my torment, my demon, you have to regress back into what you were, go back where you came from. Um, so that could be uh, uh, 
essentially pointing to um, his torment going back under in that it doesn't go away, right? But it's not going to be at the surface of his psyche, right? So he is growing, ascending, because he has finally challenged his inner demons, right? Yeah. Um, or you could say he is going to kill Garfield, right? I think that's a bit of an easier interpretation. So you could say that Garfield is trying to run into this pit to be hidden to come up later, right? But he's saying, I forgive you, but it stops now, right? So either one, profound, amazing, incredible, uh, but it does change the meaning slightly. Uh, but I think it's, to me, I think it's wonderful because I think about in my life, and here we're going to go a little bit personal, right? Um, so when I wake up in my cave, I, I think a lot about um, just the things that I've done to myself, Yes. right? I don't pay taxes, um, so I get calls pretty often, right? Uh, my parents, Welcome, brother. my parents don't like that I live in a cave, um, yeah. so that I get calls from them pretty often. Um, you got good soul reception in that cave, then? Uh, quite, quite good actually. It that's, bounces that's off the walls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, it creates an amplifying. Yeah. But, but yeah, like just all these things. Even in my life, when I thought about how I went to military school and I left um, and then joined the Russian Navy and I left that and eventually decided to live in a cave in a place that I'm not going to disclose again. Um, But all these things, all these issues that I was like, man, um, I did this to myself. This haunts me, but I did this. And so if I think about John in term or Jim Davis, really in terms of how he created his own monster, his own nightmare, torment, demon, etc., etc. He overcame it, right? He rose up and either he silenced it by killing it or he sent it into the depths, into the pit, um, so that even though it's bound to rise again, right now I have proved that it is possible to rise up. Um, and so I, I just like to, to take that and apply that to my own life, that um, in all these issues and problems that I've created for myself, it is possible to rise up, to take my rapier and to either sentence that thing um, back where it came from, in like inside of me, into the depths of myself, my soul, um, but uh, in a place that is uh, controlled uh, mediated and that I, you know, have power over or to end it now that I have power to do something and to change. Um, yeah. so I think that is why I love this poster so much. Now, why I love, why I've loved, uh, researching this so much, um, and referencing and yeah. finding meaning in it and stuff. Because I remember when you first showed me that image, I was like, wow, that's a really cool, a pop to look a pop What's apocalyptic that yeah pop yeah i can't <laughs> say it. whatever that word is right right yeah what he that said. word uh i was like that's cool that's awesome i just thought it was some neat fan art yeah but until you go down that rabbit hole and really explore it it adds layers upon layers upon layers it that does. image does and it's like holy crap that thing is created by a genius mm-hmm. like that's the real genius stuff right and i do have a question do you think that people should spend an hour a week meditating on that picture 
Instead of the pipe comic? Yeah, instead of the pipe Should comic. Should we switch over to the that picture instead of the pipe comic? If if I had to choose between the two, <laughs> I, I would say this one is a bit more profound. <laughs> he didn't say no, everybody. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I think um, in general, I, one of the biggest things I really like is that, kind of as we talked about earlier, is that this picture is a response, the forgiveness of John. And yeah. so with John forgiving, either he's forgiving Garfield or he's forgiving yourself. So as you uh, do meditate on whatever you choose to meditate on, um, you know, just, just love yourself a little bit. Forgive yourself. Yeah, and that's probably those probably aren't the only interpretation. I'm sure lots oh, yeah. of other oh, yeah. people have lots of other interpretations. Those were just our interpretations mm-hmm. as we saw the piece and have delved and dived into this material. But I really would encourage you guys, if you like... You know, the Alice in Wonderland diving into the rabbit hole and seeing what you find kind mm-hmm. of thing. If this you like is a great stuff. thing spoopy to stuff. just dive into and really see what the community around Garfield has created. Because it really is a special, interesting, engaging. It has become way more interesting than the actual original work ever was. <laughs> no <laughs> lies <it>. detected. <laughs> yeah, uh, none. And I think I think it's worth exploring myself. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, the Omen introduced this to me, I was like, "What? I, I don't really get it." But then as I started going. And then I started listening to this guy with possible schizophrenia talk for an hour about the pipe strip comic. I I didn't watch that video, but all I can imagine is the epic rap battles, um, Dr. Seuss. Oh. Just just him speaking the entire time. Just imagine him dressed like the Dr. Seuss guy from Epic Rap Battles. Well, he didn't um, rhyme, but... He did rhyme some, but honestly, I would highly recommend it to anybody to watch that video. <laughs> it's so bizarre, and you objectively, you know it's a waste of time. <laughs> you know objectively this is a waste of I'm time. I'm going to see my family this next weekend. I'm going to just put it on the big TV, <laughs> yep. and when everyone's in the room... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. if but if you're searching for meaning and as we said really near the beginning of the episode if you're searching for inspiration i think it's a great place to look yeah um i agree and i i think it's one of my favorite parts about introducing this to someone is that my spiel is so practiced now yeah um so i say uh, i bring up this picture this poster that i have in my house now the forgiveness of john the forgiveness of john um, and they, everybody thinks, oh, you know, it's probably talking about John the Baptist. Right, uh, right. John from the Bible, uh, right? It's an angel, it's wing, his name's John. Right. He's defeating a demon. So then they're interested. And they're like, yeah. okay, yeah, cool. You, uh, I, I can look at it at least. And so I say. That was John Harbuckle. Right. John so, the Baptist is John Harbuckle. Yeah, it's all connected. Oh, he's yeah, always connected. been here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I say, does the name John Arbuckle ring a bell? <laughs> And then they say, you know, maybe I've heard that name before, but no, not really. And then I say, well, how about Garfield? (laughs) And then then everyone... I'm wondering where the exit to this cave. I got to get out of here. Uh, but everybody does a double take and, and, and things like that. So, yeah, it's, it's great. (laughs) Um, well this, oh yeah, go ahead. So if you could sum up this entire video in one sentence what would it be which video the video we well i guess this podcast episode oh the mm. podcast what we discussed okay. 
Yeah. If you could sum it up in one sentence. Is that for me or? Everyone. You're okay. starting with the guest. Oh, boy. Mr. Uh, Omen. Let's see. I think the, should I give like a takeaway or a summary? Whatever you want to do. One sentence. One, one sentence, sentence. though, is all you get. Okay. Mm. So, I think Garfield is really a global phenomenon, but um, oh, the creator, Jim Davis, uh, created a comic strip called John, then a comic called Garfield, and Reddit took the interwoven and somewhat hidden um, implications in those comics, ran with it, and created something, not only a community, but something beautiful um, in analyzing those themes. Um, and when they all combined, um, they turned into the response piece, which is the magnum opus, I believe at least, um, The Forgiveness of John. And with when you look at that and all these other analyses, uh, lasagna cat, uh, super eye patch wolf, the the Reddit fandom in general. Yeah, I think that when you look at that and you um, extract all the meaning within, that you can find um, not only uh, just a beautiful narrative, um, detailing just Jim Davis and his progression as he's lived, as he's created. Um, and changed, but you can also find, even in just looking at the meaning behind the forgiveness of John, you can find inspiration, you can find um, how art imitates um, and affects life. Um, and I think that all of the uh, meaning that you can draw is legitimate um, and powerful, uh, and that everybody should try that was a really nice sentence <laughs> I, I i don't think that was I, one sentence i don't it was it was, I think it was for the longest time it was one sentence i was about to say that's a really nice paragraph sentence but he kept on going and i kind of phased out <laughs> I, I, had a, I had a lot of contractions like, still going. yeah so um, if i could write it out on paper i could show you how it's one yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where third grade teachers are like this is how you make this into a paragraph of five sentences. Right, <laughs> right. It's too much. Yeah. Uh, I would say, for me, if I had to sum it up in a sentence, is we all face challenges. We all have things that we go through, struggle with, regret, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but just like John, we can overcome those things, too. Mm-hmm. And you, Travis? I was. I, 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 you might have seen me like doing this, and because I, I was like trying to get down to three, because that's what we sometimes do. But we stopped doing that. Yeah, so we, we got stopped, it to five. That was way too hard. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's way too hard. <laughs> yeah, we can't fit three words into what Stuart Obin just said. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, John is his worst nightmare. He's his own nightmare. Mm. I think is what I got out of that. Mm. Mm. We are, no, we are our own worst nightmare. We are, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going for. And that's the positive, hopeful messages. Garfield, and it could be the real like Garfield, and accept it, 
or mm. John and, run and rise up it. above it. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Nice save. Right there, there. there. There, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There we go. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Hopefully, if you really like this episode, give us money at <laughs> patreon.com slash. No, but seriously, though, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening. We hope you enjoyed this very different episode, but still, I think, quite enjoyable episode of Dorky and Desperate. Sterling, Travis, and I want to thank you for so much for coming on and sharing your love, joy, passion about Garfield, mm. <laughs> which is weird to say. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so any closing thoughts for you, Travis, before you close us out? We're going to get rid of the tail that we're going to put on you so we can figure out where your cape was at. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And we're going to post it online for everybody. No, we got no. rid of the tail. Oh, we did? I just oh. called them off. Oh, saying sorry. He did his job. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Um, am I closing us out? You're closing us out. All You're right, all right. Plane. So... We can put this in here as maybe a blooper, but Jason told me that if he ever looked at me angry at this, uh, <laughs> and, and during this, that I should note down the time to send to it. He may have looked at me angry. I probably didn't even see that. So I don't think there's anything we got to cut out. Except uh, for this. <laughs> except for this. So good luck, audience. Uh, if you want to find us, find us on the Twitter at Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> at Twitter. Angry, angry look. <laughs> <laughs> at dorky underscore desperate is our Twitter handle. We post about uh, the podcast that we're doing and all this other cool stuff. We also, in our profile, have uh, a link tree link that accesses all of our podcast locations. You can find us on Android Podcast. Google Podcast. It's not Android. It's Google Podcast. Apple Podcast. Stitcher and spotify uh, all in that link tree click on it it will it'll even show the latest episode that we have on the link tree itself that is super cool thank you i for think doing on that. the link tree itself however mm. it did something like that when i tested <laughs> it out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but follow us there and we will see you next time where hopefully you'll have some money for us yay, yay. bye everybody see bye going into the
Um, I'd like to be some sort of cave dweller. Um, <laughs> but uh, you just came out and discovered this now amazing we talking thing like called Smeagol style cave dweller or like caveman cave dweller. I think more Smeagol is the vibe. Um, like just a, a cool, calm, and collected cave dweller. Uh, I wouldn't describe Smeagol as, as cool, cool calm, calm, or collected. collected. Well, I mean, like when I go out. Like, when I'm back yes. at my house, I'm not cool, calm, and collected. But, like, when I come out to present myself, I want to, to be representable yeah. um, and to be, like, communicate in a way that, that makes sense to people. So, yes. out here, um, when I'm amongst the masses, it's, you know, it's it's me as I am. But when I go back 